Have you always wanted to go to Mackinac Island, but you aren't even sure where to begin? No problem. Go to MackinawIsland.org. Here is the tourism page where you are going to find out all the information that you could ever want to know about Mackinac Island. You will get things to do and see, places to stay, restaurants and nightlife, how to plan your trip, island events, and all about exploring Mackinac. So be sure and go check out MackinawIsland.org for everything you need to know about the little gem located on Lake Huron. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone and welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host Heather and if you hear some noise in the background it is because it is 66 degrees here and it is I opened the windows <laughs> it's beautiful out. I know we're gonna get snow but I don't care it's just gorgeous. I got my car cleaned on the inside yesterday which felt good. I mean I know we're not at the end of the snow but I just wanted to get it clean. Um, it's always nice to get that done. Hmm. Anyway, um, also, I don't know if you guys have big Super Bowl plans. We are doing ribs and crab legs for, and then I'm going to attempt these crab ragoons. I saw the recipe on TikTok. It's actually where I get a lot of my recipes from now. And they looked semi-easy. We'll see. But it's always a fun little challenge to do that. And... I am going to be cheering for the 49ers. Now, I realize this airs the day after the game, but um, I'm just going to share that now. I have nothing against the Chiefs. It's just that I really like the story of the 49er quarterback. So we'll just go from there. Hopefully it's a good game, and good. I'm sure it'll be a good halftime show. So looking forward to that. All right, so back to Mackinac Island. I hope you got to listen to this podcast before if you don't please go back and re-listen to it when I had Mackenzie on here who was going to be taking a really unique position on the island um, when I spoke to her last and now that the season has wrapped I was able to get her back on the show and we were able to talk about all of it so without further ado I'm going to let Mackenzie go into her story enjoy all right so welcome back to the show Mackenzie um would you like to refresh the listener what your Mackinac Island origin story is. Yeah. Hi, Heather. Thanks for inviting me back onto the podcast. My origin story, I'm from Traverse City, so not too far, two and a half hours away from the island, hop, skip, and jump away. And I loved going to the island, really enjoyed it. My origin story, I don't really have a full story, but just visiting the nostalgia of the horses and having no cars on the island, always enjoyed going and visiting. Of course. Yeah. I think that we all look forward to that. Um, okay. So you've been on here before and now that the season has wrapped and everything's kind of calmed down, um, let's share what your job was this past year. I worked at Grand Hotel as the content coordinator, and what that entailed was a lot of different things. 
under one umbrella and working with a lot of different brands and getting different content throughout the island for events, food, and lifestyle kind of shots as well. So it was a busy summer and a lot of fun as well. Oh, great. That does sound fun. It sounds like it would be capturing the island a different view than you've ever seen as a tourist, as I'm sure you'll get into in a little bit. Um, so can you share with the listener not only how you got this position, but when did you arrive and when did you leave? I kind of had this position fall into my lap and I saw it as an opportunity to apply and got the opportunity to go to the island. And I started the job, I think it was May 8th or 10th is when I got to the island. Okay. And then when were you finished for the season? The, I was there on the island until the end of October. Oh, fun. Don't you love it in October there? Oh, the fall is so beautiful and all of the leaves changing. It definitely happened a lot quicker this yes. season. Yes. So that was interesting to experience. Because we were there in September and normally we go in October, but we had to move it up this past year. And I was already seeing some of the leaves change then. Even driving up there, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was very surprised and things are always ever changing. There's always things happening. And so when you live or work on the island, you really have to just slow down and take in all the changes mm -hmm. or you will miss them. And yes. the leaves came and went very quickly. Oh my gosh. I, I always wish that sometimes they would just change and then stay on the trees like that and then go back to green in the spring because they're so beautiful, especially down. Now I need you to tell me if I'm saying this correct. Kadat, is it Kadat or? I would not be the best <laughs> person to tell you. Okay. Sometimes I say Kadot Avenue, Kadat. I believe it's Kadat, but really don't take my word for it because I'm it's all over <laughs> okay because there is something that i have learned with doing this show that i struggle with some of the pronunciations that i have to do from the island and i'm like am i saying this or is it a you know you know how you can twist it all around so i i always apologize if i'm saying it wrong but i was curious if you could tell me that but i love the trees along there they're just beautiful when they change stunning yeah they were kind of a bright fiery red and they're really, I mean, it changes quickly and I wish we could press pause yeah. on the leaves when they change because they come and go. Yes. I, I have one of my favorite videos I have is we went up by Anne's tablet and walked up a little bit more and it was during the fall and I just took the camera and panned around and you could just see the whole array of colors when we were there in October and we were blessed with perfect weather. And those fiery red trees just pop out once you get close to them. You don't even have to know that you're close to where it's at because you see them right away. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to ask some questions that people are always curious about. Um, if they decide to work on the island, where where did you live and eat? 
Working for Grand Hotel, they have designated housing and a lot of questions from visitors that I had or general public that saw my name tag and you know, you just kind of get asked all the questions. Yeah. And so working for Grand Hotel, they have their own housing and I lived in one of the two green buildings that was right across from uh, Kensington mm-hmm. or no. Um, Kingston? Kingston Kitchen. Uh-huh. And it was an all-girls dorm. And when it's a dorm, it is very much a dorm. It's not glamorous living. It's not a hotel. And there's mm-hmm. no one who actually lives in Grand Hotel. So all the workers have separate housing aside from Grand Hotel. And at one time, people or workers of Grand Hotel used to live on the third floor. Oh. And they got pushed out because there was a growing aspiration or desire to be higher up in the hotel to see the views and see the water. Wow. I never knew that. That's so interesting. Yeah. So it's really unique to be, you know, it's nostalgic to be on the porch level as well. So you can kind of see everything that's happening, but there's another level of being on the third or fourth floor where the cupola suites are and looking out to the Straits of Mackinac. It's beautiful. So those are newer. Those have been, how long, how new are those? I'm not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. I should know. But no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the fourth floor was built, I'm, I mean, probably maybe 80s or 90s, but really mm-hmm. don't put me on that. But it was the addition to the hotel seeing a demand for people wanting that view. Yeah. I bet you it's stunning too, to be able to see that view from up there because up at the Coppola bar is just beautiful too. So to have those rooms up there would be magnificent and be able to enjoy that. So the Coppola, yeah, with all those suites, it really does give an added view. So that's, and you were lucky because you got to go up there and see them, I bet, didn't you? Yes, I did see a lot of the rooms up on the fourth floor. Very nice. Um, all right, so you you mentioned that you were the content coordinator. Can you give us a little bit more detail about what that position involved? Yeah, so there's a lot of different brands underneath the umbrella of Grand Hotel. And so capturing content for different restaurants, for different brands such as the Putt-Putt, which is open to the public down from the Grand Hotel and just kind of encompassing photographs or videos of different events that were happening throughout. And Grand Hotel does a lot of different packages like package weekends. And so those have a different theme, whether it's princess and superhero or murder mystery. And so those were really fun and unique to capture content at and just kind of promote the fun that happens inside Grand Hotel and there's always something that's happening. Yes, I I loved seeing the superhero ones because that is so cute, especially with the little kids. And isn't there isn't there a Disney? Is there a princess one? Did I see a Disney one? I don't know if there's a Disney, but it's there were two different weekends where it was princess and superhero. And so it's combined together where the girls will wear their 
princess dresses and the guys will dress like superheroes and mm -hmm. then throughout the weekend they get certified oh. to be a princess or certified superhero that's really cute some of them were yeah. adorable and i'm sure that because if they're a little princess they think of disney that's probably why i saw it that way um now since you were down at the grand like we were talking about the suites um did you get like when you started there did you get a full and complete tour and if so like what was your favorite part of the hotel i did not get a full tour when i came it was mother's day weekend and so they had already had their grand opening at grand hotel mm -hmm. or their not grand opening but they're right they're opening and so people were already staying inside grand hotel mm -hmm. and i didn't get that formal tour but when it does open all the rooms are open and you can go in and kind of look through the rooms just the employees mm -hmm. and so that's really a cool experience yeah and for my favorite room or favorite part of the hotel oh gosh that is so hard i i would say just experiencing the different rooms was really unique and one of the fun aspects of I guess what I really liked would be the Audubon bar. It was just very quiet and it's right on the parlor level, mm -hmm. which is the main level where they have afternoon tea and right off into the steps. And the Audubon bar is just quiet and set back from everything. And you can just sit down and just take everything in. And it's the only um hotel it's the only room in the hotel that has oak oh. and that's very interesting oak wood mm -hmm. and i believe they're going to be doing renovations of it okay. but essentially the history of the audubon bar is that that's where they kept all of the booze when the prohibition era was happening and so up above the audubon bar that's where they would keep the booze and it was not a bar it was actually a ladies garment area and so no one would want to raid ladies garments no that's genius yeah oh my God, so they really had a keepsake way to hide things and there were a lot of different doors and secret passageways to kind of move that along okay now can do you know this um to share with the listener if they decide to come and visit the hotel and they have to pay the $10 to come in there, what do they have access of that you can share with them for that? Yeah, when you go in and pay for the admissions of the hotel, basically it's you doing a self-guided tour. And so what that entails is you can access any of the major areas um, if they are open and available. Mm -hmm. And so those areas are the main lower level lobby area where all the shops are. And then up the stairs is the parlor level. And that's where people enjoy afternoon tea and then just kind of the pre-dinner fun. And then you can also go into the Audubon bar and then into the terrace room, which is where the dancing happens. Mm -hmm. And then they can also go upstairs to the fourth floor and 
see the cupola bar. Mm -hmm. So you can go up to the cupola bar with your admissions ticket. But then other than that, there's no rooms that they can view. Right, right. And and they have access to the front porch as well, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And um, <clears throat> I think that's something that I always recommend people to do is go go and have I love their margaritas there. I know I've talked about it is to go sit on the porch or up top and have a margarita because they are good yeah. at the hotel. They are very, very good. Um, so you were there during the hotel's big events. Were you in charge of anything with those or were you able to attend any of those? I was not able to attend any of the events as a guest per se, because I didn't pay for any, uh, like any lodging. Okay. Or like during those big events, but for the 4th of July, it's a very big event weekend where we put together a package and there's, we bring in a bunch of different bounce houses. It's very family friendly and there's obviously the fireworks. And so that was probably one of the biggest events where I'm going around to different venues or different places and capturing content of everything that's happening. Right. And I ended up going to the fort to go watch the fireworks and then come back. And so I think I ended my day around like midnight. Oh my gosh. Did you love the fireworks? They were beautiful, and I got to see both of the fireworks shows, which was really cool from the fort. So can you tell the listener why there's two fireworks shows? There's two fireworks shows, the one that's happening on the island, and then there's another side one that's the Mackinac City side. Okay, yeah, because when you see pictures sometimes from 4th of July, it, you can see that there's just an array of fireworks and I cannot imagine being able to see that. That is incredible. I've been there after the fourth. I've never been there okay. on the fourth. So I'm, that's really great that you got to experience that. Yeah. And now that I say that, you know, there's probably going to be more people at the fort, but there wasn't a lot of people up at the fort and it's just really cool and unique to see both of the shows happening at once. Well, let's think about this for a moment. You're actually at a fort that is so historic watching fireworks and it's 2024. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's it incredible. Can't get any better. No, yeah. I love it. I mean, how American is that? You know, it's just, it's so great. I love it. Um, now the Grand has other parts of it besides the hotel and the main dining room. Would you like to share some of the other parts? Like, let's go in, like you were talking about the miniature golf, other restaurants, et cetera. Can you share that with the listener? Yeah. So as you're going up Kada Avenue, let's say, <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. where all of the trees are, the uh, maple trees, you will first see on your left the Woodlands Activity Center, and that holds the putt-putt, and then also it has the Cedar Grove bike track and it has a greenhouse as well and then that's also where the beloved secret garden is mm -hmm. and then there's esther williams swimming pool which is only available for people who stay at the hotel so there's no day passes for visitors okay for the hotel, or for the pool that's what i was wondering if there was yeah yeah and then as you go up to the top there's within that you have on the right side which is the jewel golf course 
and it's the only golf course in the world that has a horse-drawn carriage from the front nine to the back nine, and they have, um, you can ride the track or you can walk it, but usually everyone just takes a golf cart, um, mm -hmm. so there's golf carts at both sides, but you can't ride the golf cart on the actual road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And headed back there um, via car, via carriage or um, on your bike or walking, you'll go to the woods and then that's where the back nine is as well. So the woods is a beautiful restaurant and Neil Cargill is phenomenal there. He is the maitre d' and he is woods. Yes, yes he is. I could not agree more. I was very lucky to meet him. We all were. And it was just a random occurrence and he is so charming and i just i could have talked to him for hours i just loved it we were very lucky it was a beautiful day and we got to sit outside at the woods we sat oh, out in their wonderful. new area and he told us about it and i said this is probably stunning throughout the year to see all of that and just throughout time and for the listener there's um kind of like a, a fire pit if you will in the middle there and then there's another yeah. fireplace and I have pictures. I'll have to share that. It, I, I loved sitting out there. I loved it. And then with the duck pin bowling and their popcorn is so good. It's oh my gosh. So good. It is addicting. <laughs> yes. We went back for more. We walked down to sunset, um, rock, and then we came back and we got more and it was, oh my I, gosh, I know. Cause it's so good. Um, and I believe access to woods will be easier. So for listeners, essentially it's a 15 minute carriage ride or 10 to 15 minute carriage ride from Grand Hotel or the front nine to the back nine. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of people who travel that way. A lot of people are downtown. And so it is a little bit more difficult to get a taxi to come pick you up if it's just two people. And mm -hmm. so that's something to kind of coordinate. But with the opening of Stonecliff, I believe it's going to be, you know, better access to and from Woods with yeah. the impacts of their people. So when the golfer is done with the front nine, do they have a shuttle from the Grand that takes them there or do they have to call a taxi themselves? Yeah, they do have a shuttle. They don't have to call taxi themselves. So that's part of the service. Mm -hmm. And actually stats on the amount of golf shuttles that were from the front nine to the back nine last year was 1,200. So there were 1,200 golf shuttles from the front nine to the back nine. And that's all coordinated by the people in the golf shop. Oh, my gosh. I cannot. Okay. So Neil is a golfer, huge golfer. And so is his brother. And I told him that the minute, because last year when we went, he didn't want to book. And I said, you're going to want to book a, a, something because, um, there's obviously the two, there's Washcomo and then there's, um, the grand hotel golf courses. And he was looking at the grand and he goes, well, I'll just look, well, they were booked. And I said, we have to book it. And I said, once we get that open, we're booking it. And I said, it's so cool. Cause you take a horse and carriage back to the back nine and then mm -hmm. we'll coordinate it that we'll take a taxi back there, which to the listener, you call ahead for the taxi. And then they, um, we were downtown and we took it up there. It is such a pleasant ride. It's so peaceful. It's so fun to right. go up there. And then when we wanted to take, um, there was the shuttle 
that comes back from Stonecliff that I think will help with that too. But we were able to get a taxi back and then we took it down and went back to the Grand Hotel and loved it. Our girl was so nice and accommodating and gave us that. But it's really, really cool to be able to have that unique experience. That is so many shuttles for the golfers. That's Oh, insane. yeah. Wow. Are, the golf shuttle horses are a little bit older. They've put in their time with the heavy lifting. So the golf shuttles are a little bit slower than a regular taxi. Mm -hmm. So that's why it takes a little bit longer, but it is so worth it. You just really enjoy the ride and you're yeah. going through the woodsy part of the island where you don't hear many other people and it is so peaceful and kind of whimsy. Yeah, well, Neil is going to hate me, but he's going to have to be recording a ton of this because I'm not going to be golfing. He is. I'm going to be like, I'm going to need you to document this, this, this. Yeah, but I, I'm so excited for them to experience that because I just think it's so cool that they do that. I really do. Yeah. And it's so beautiful up there for the back nine. It's so incredible up there. If you've never gone up there to Stonecliff into the woods, you have to do it. It is truly remarkable get away from downtown go in there explore that see that and you know it is a walk but who cares walk talk be part of nature disconnect yeah. disconnect do it you know it's beautiful um now there's also the other restaurants that are on Kadat avenue part of the grand what are the other ones that they have the other ones are Mackin island pizza company and then the gatehouse Yes, uh, Mackinac Island Pizza Company. Um, can you share what, how great, well, all about that? Because it's awesome. I loved it. I love the pizza from yeah. there. So it's Detroit style pizza. That's all they serve is kind of the square Detroit style. Mm -hmm. And they serve slices after nine. I don't know if they're going to change that, but you can get a whole pie, which I could eat a whole pie. It's amazing. And yeah. the dough is just I mean, it's, they put a lot of love into building one of the pizzas and they make all the dough the day prior so that it can sit and really ferment and then prepare it the next day. And I believe the stats on slices of pizza, thanks to Bob Taggett's, they sold over 11,000 slices of Detroit style pizza. Wow. I believe it because we ate there and it was really nice because it is such good pizza but sometimes you're like i just we don't want to go out we just wanted to get something i love the way they've done the decorating in there it's so charming it looks fantastic and the kids loved it which i think is another thing because you know sometimes kids don't want to have all that other stuff so that is a great place to go and get that and then if you don't eat it, if you have um, a microwave in your room when you go back or people like cold pizza, you can take it back with you, which is great. Right. You know? And they don't have delivery. So a lot of people were thinking that it was inside Grand Hotel. And it's, you know, all these restaurants are kind of separate entities. And so there's no delivery or there's no ordering from your room, essentially, for them to bring it up. Yeah. But being down there and kind of what you said about the environment in it it's very modern and it's fun and you get to see uh say hi to mac He's uh -huh. brand logo guy so 
And I love that you can sit and look out the window. So as people are going by and you get to see them experiencing the island, it just is a great place. And the gatehouse, um, I remember when that used to be outpost back yeah. when we used to go in the early 2000s. French outpost. French outpost. That was a big party spot. Um, but um, they offer, they are at the gatehouse, like they have a lot of different stuff going on throughout the week. Um, don't they? Yeah, it's amazing. I know the the manager last season, Joe, he was incredible. I mean, they're just putting together a bunch of different fun nightlife events. And it was just great and incredible to bring the community or bring all of the employees to have something to look forward to, whether it was karaoke or trivia night or ladies night. Just some of those fun things really kind of bring in the experience for the workers who maybe can't do something during the day because they're working. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that there's an outdoor area too. I love it. That patio yeah. out there is fantastic to sit and just relax and enjoy. You see the grand hotel off, you see the golf course, all of it. It's just a great location with those restaurants. So, and you don't have to be a guest to go in there too, people. You can go in there. Everybody's welcome in there. Yeah, they had a steel drummer on the patio last summer, and oh, I love steel drummers, yes. and it was incredible. I mean, I could have sat there all day. Yes, because in a way, you feel like you are on a Caribbean island when you look right. at that water, and then you hear that, oh my gosh, it just would be incredible to experience that. You were it so lucky. You want to transport in time. <laughs> I know, I bet, I bet. That's great. Um did you have afternoon tea? And if so, what can you share about that? Yeah, I had afternoon tea one time with my marketing team uh -huh. and it was so nostalgic. You, There's no reservations for afternoon tea. So anyone can go up there, you know, if you pay your admissions and you aren't staying at Grand Hotel, mm -hmm. you can go up there and experience it. And you just sit in the parlor level anywhere and they will come and service you. There's a gluten-free option as well. And you kind of get the champagne and then tea. And it's a really fun experience. So if you haven't done it, I, I recommend it. Yes, I can't believe I can say this, but I have never done it. So it needs to happen. Um, <laughs> and what were your summer favorite meals at the Grand? Did you have some favorite ones? Favorite meals at the Grand. I would say I really enjoyed my favorite was the, the swordfish at the Jockey Club. I really enjoyed that. Oh, yes. With the Grand Hotel, we didn't eat in the dining room. There was a separate employee cafe area. So that's where we ate. So we didn't get a five course meal every, <laughs> right. every day for dinner, which is good because I would have been, you know, the whole going in and sitting down and getting that dining experience would not be as coveted um, and valued as how I see it now if I did uh -huh. it every day. So I really enjoyed the swordfish at the Jockey Club. That was probably one of my favorite meals. And then there was a incredible steak at Woods and that was out of this world. Yeah. I, um, when we were there, we got, oh, I got the duck wings, which I'm going to be completely honest. I was, I did not want to do that, but 
we pretty much got because uh, it was um, um, they didn't have as big of a menu when we went for the lunch. So we got all of them. They were not what I thought they would be. They were very, very, very good. So I, good. I really liked that. Um, can you share with the listener where the Jockey Club is? Yeah, the Jockey Club is the restaurant that w that is adjacent to Grand Hotel. And okay. it's right on the golf course. So it's on hole one and hole seven. Okay. First and last of the golf course. And it is so fun in there for the lights. They have little um, jockeys and <sighs> like jockey hats hanging. And then they have the, I don't, I don't know what you call them, like the, ho the horse uh, post. Uh-huh. And it's super fun. They just renovated it. And they also have like a whole outdoor seating area, which is heated as well. That's great. And you don't have to be a guest to go in there to share with no. the listener. And um, they do lunch and dinner, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's it's really cute, you guys. We just went and sat out in the outdoor area when we were there. And it was, I mean, it was just great to sit there and relax. Another great option for dining for you to look into for sure with that. Their lobster roll, if you have not had a lobster roll, you need to have one at the Jockey Club. I've been out east in Maine and experienced a lobster roll there, but the one at Jockey Club is phenomenal. Well, that's I getting written down because I have a young girl coming with us that loves those. So that is incredible. I'm excited. I, yeah. You know, so, I'm just gonna, yeah. <laughs> oh while God. Neil is enjoying golf, you yes. can enjoy lunch at the Jockey Club. Correct. And have a few cocktails and a lobster roll and yes. then head back to woods and get your popcorn. Oh my gosh. It's I, I'm like wanting to transport there right now. Like you were saying, Oh, oh yeah, that would just be incredible. Um, <clears throat> now, do you know some of the rooms and suites? Um, because like you were saying, you didn't get the full tour. So you, do you know some of them? And it's like, did you, you know, were you lucky enough to say that you had a personal favorite when you got to see it? Um, do I have a personal favorite? I don't know if I have a personal favorite. I do really like the newly renovated Carlton Barney suite. Okay. Which is a very big room. You will walk in and it's kind of got this huge seating area, hangout space, and then there's two rooms off to the side. Uh-huh. That suite is phenomenal. You can view the water from that area and it's gorgeous. A lot of updated fun colors as well mm -hmm. from the Dorothy Draper, which is the designer of Grand Hotel. Mm -hmm. and the Somewhere in Times um, suite room, I really like as well. Yeah. It's got the colors. It's kind of like a burnt orange, blue, and just... I don't know. I really enjoy the somewhere in time room. I think that would probably be where I would want to stay because yeah. I just love somewhere in time. That's for sure. Right? Back to when you were talking earlier, you were talking about the one bar and then the, like the dancing room, the, it, what's it called again? The terrace room. The terrace room. Can you share with the listener a little bit about that room? Yeah. The terrace room is, hosts a lot of different events. Mm -hmm. So if there's certain package weekends that need to have 
that room rented out, they will do that there. And then there's also different lectures that are held there. But the Terrace Room is a kind of must experience if you're staying at Grand Hotel or if you have dinner mm -hmm. at Grand Hotel. You can have, you can pay for dinner at Grand Hotel and not be a guest. Okay, that well. was my next question. Okay. So if anyone's staying elsewhere and they want to experience dinner at Grand Hotel, they can. Um, and with the Terrace Room, it opens up at 9 or 10, I believe. And it's where all the dancing happens and they have a live band that plays a live singer and it's incredible you feel like you're stepping back into like the 1930s and 40s when you see the totally. pictures of that mm -hmm. yeah people go all out i mean they have their outfits mm -hmm. all planned for dancing mm -hmm. and it's formal dress wear when you go and have dinner at grand hotel and if you have lunch like the lunch buffet it's more of a casual athleisure or more casual Mm -hmm. wear it's not as formal but the formal wear for the dining room would be a suit coat and tie and then you know a floor length dress or a nice formal dress for the ladies okay because aren't skirts not allowed or skirts did i hear that um i'm not entirely sure i mean if it's if you look well presented in your skirt right, right. It's yeah and to, I think that's the thing is that <clears throat> I know some people will say it's too much money, but at the end of the day, it's an experience. Right. It's something, how many places do you know that you get to go get something like that, experience something like that? You don't. And I love that they still offer that. And I mean, clearly others do because they still go to it. So if you're thinking about that, go do it like plan ahead know that you're going to have that opportunity and go enjoy it yeah and it's something that it's not a quick meal it's again like you said an experience i think you kind of said it in a nutshell of just go there experience it take your time it's not fast service trying to pump out all this all, all the food to you at once it's a five course meal and it will take time and you're to enjoy it and mm -hmm. enjoy the people around you as well. Yeah. And then it's also no tipping at the grand, correct? There. So with no tipping, I believe that it's kind of a touchy thing. Like it used to be no tipping. And then uh -huh. if you do have a drink on the porch, those people or servers who are out there, are making minimum wage and so that's all they get and if they don't receive a tip then they do get that three dollars an hour mm -hmm. so they are i wouldn't say encouraging tipping but you want to make sure that their service is um taken care of yes i i understand with the logic of that but as somebody that's also in the service industry i'm i it, it I would still leave cash. I just, I couldn't not. It just is not yeah. something that sits right with me. So, um, and I get that, but it's still, especially if they're coming out and giving you all of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, so I, I'm glad that we could kind of touch on that a little bit. And if somebody wants to do the dinner, they have to make the reservations ahead of time. Correct. 
It's dependent. So you can't just go walk up. Mm -hmm. um, I believe you have to go to the front desk and see if there is available space in the dining room. Mm -hmm. And usually there is, but yeah, you'll just pay for it at the front desk, I believe. And then you can walk up. Okay. Do you know the price offhand? If you don't, I don't okay. know the price offhand. Yeah, that's okay. I should have looked it, but that's okay. I can do that in the cross show notes later. Um, <clears throat> so um, now that you know you were on the island all season, which mm -hmm. is um, something that we all kind of dream of, what experiences being on the island in the season did you get that you never knew were available, you know, that you were never able to do before, I guess I should say? I would say there's not a whole lot. I mean, I I really tried to work back and enjoy the backside of the island where there's not a lot of people and the back nine was my peaceful haven at times. I just really enjoyed being out there. And I did get the experience um, and was invited to a cottage party. So there was a cottage that celebrated its anniversary of maybe 130, 135 years. And so that was incredible to be at with hiring the drinks and just the catering and just being able to see one of the cottage houses was incredible. Yes, I bet it was. I, I think exploring those trails, that's something I'm trying to do with each visit is to do a different trail while I'm there because there's so many and I just love it. It reminds me of being a kid, like just being outside, walking through all of that. And just, and if you know, you're with someone or you're by yourself, like if you have your music going or if you're just listening to the nature, I just love it. And then off in the distance, you might hear the cannon fire or you'll hear the fairies. And I, it's, it's truly magical. It is. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the things that I, try and do is immerse myself in the community. So I would say if I was just a visitor, I wouldn't be able to go to the ladies breakfast in the morning um, at the yacht club, or I wouldn't be able to go to the Mackinac connect mm -hmm. game nights or karaoke or bingo nights that they have Right. only for employees. And I think that that's great because it gives you an option to get out there and meet other people. Mm -hmm. And another thing that um, is offered at the Turtle Park is a workout class and Suze leads that and she's incredible. And so I did that as well throughout the summer. So those are things that I really wanted to connect myself in the community and do things when time allowed. Yes. Well, and you know, it was so great because I got to meet up with you when I visited there and you um, went by these gentlemen that were working on cleaning up the road and you kind of shared a little bit about them. And um, I remember when I went, um, no, I saw you in September. Was it September I saw you or June? No, I yeah. saw you in September. Yeah. When I saw them the next day, it, it came back to me because they, they did have a smile on their face. They just were yeah. so happy and they were on top of everything. So can you share with the listener a little bit about them and what their job responsibility was? Yeah. So there's horses on the Island and they poop a lot. And so that needs to be cleaned up. 
and there are workers there who are going up and down the streets cleaning that up and they are the hardest workers on the island it's the most underpaid job i think and they always have a smile on their face i'm like like this is incredible you are welcoming me to have a better day because i will get outside and whether it's rainy or not they're going to greet me and say hello and the two that worked at grand hotel were felix and valentine and they are the hardest workers. They were up and down Kadat Avenue and just really cleaning things up. And oh my gosh, just amazing. So if you see them, maybe just give them some extra love or say you'll buy them a coffee or lunch or yeah. just say hi. Yeah, because it's something that I think back on like you saying hello to them. It made me really appreciate that stepping back and looking at that and now it's something that I'm always going to be paying even a little bit more attention to because you do know that. Like I even think about that when they're going around because a huge thing that I am is an advocate for recycling. It's just a huge thing I'm about. They have such a great recycle program on the island and then cleaning up the trash. So to clean all of that up is just, yeah, it's hard work. It's a lot of work. And to see these people doing it is incredible. And all the trash that is picked up is taken to the back of the island. So it's just everything's a big process there. And even with all the poop, like once it gets filled in their buckets, you know, they have to go transport that somewhere else. And so it's just because you notice that I'm just like, oh, my gosh, wow, like that made an impact. But they made a huge impact on my time there and yeah, loved saying hi to them in the morning. Yes. Yeah. And it is. It's just even a simple thing of going up and say, thank you. Thank you so right. much for doing this. It's you know, it, it's it's appreciated and you really like to, you know, be that way. I mean, I think it should be said for all employees that are working on the island, especially if it's super busy in season and you see people that are maybe being a little bit more rude about some stuff because sometimes they are just, you know, thank them. And some of them are young, you know, they're young. They're like 19, 20 years old. They're just trying right. to do all they can. And it's something that I think is greatly appreciated, even if you just extend that extra little bit of thank you for that. Um, so I, I had written this question now, but you you went over that, that the pool is not open to the public. It is just for guests of the hotel. Yeah, so the Esther Williams swimming pool was just recently renovated and it is beautiful. And it does get very busy during mm-hmm. season of June, July, August. And so they really try and keep that to be able to service that pool for guests of Grand Hotel. And they also do allow and give passes to kids who go to the Mackinac Island school there. Perfect. And so I think that that's great. Yeah. I agree with that completely because you've paid as the guests to go there and then to be down there and not be able to get something because, and nothing against people that want to go there, but you, you would like to have that option. And if you can't, because it might be open and people are paying, then it's it doesn't have that, you know, a little bit of exclusion with it. And that's that's all places that have, you know, the, right. the pools and stuff like that. That makes complete sense to me. I get that. Um, 
<clears throat> and you can see it from a distance. You can see it from the cupola bar. Yeah. But people aren't able to go in and actually tour it. No, no. Um, now, I, I mentioned before, I was lucky enough to meet up with Mackenzie and we did a nice walk in the morning. And yeah. um, so who were some of the other people that came to see you when you were up there? So as I had mentioned earlier, I'm not too far away from Mackinac Island. And so I had a lot of friends come up and visit, which was nice. One of my favorite visitors was actually one of my college professors. Uh-huh. Lake Forest College, where I graduated just north of Chicago. And it was such a special visit. Him and his wife were celebrating their 40th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. Wow. And oh my gosh, it was so great. You know, I haven't seen this professor for, you know, over 10 years or something. And just to have them there and to be able to catch up with them was so special. My sister and mom were able to come up and visit a couple times. I had a lot of friends and family as well come up and visit. So that was just a joy to have everyone, you know, see me working or be able to show them around the island. Yeah. Did you run into anybody that you knew? I, oddly enough, it was, I would be working at one of the restaurants shooting or taking photos of the food or taking lifestyle um, shots as well. And I saw so many people, so many people came up to me. Oh my gosh, Mackenzie, is that you? I would just be in my natural state of working and people yeah. would be like, Mackenzie? And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, now, can you think of anything else you would like to add for the listener to know about your summer and the Grand Hotel? Anything to add? I would just say, you know, plan it out or don't plan it out, but just kind of make sure, like you were saying, Heather, with Neil, hey, if you want to golf, make sure that you kind of plan ahead with those big things if it is peak season. Absolutely. Yeah. Because those are, um, that's, I think, in general for a lot of it. But when it starts to get peak season, you're not going to be able to do some things if you don't plan ahead for that. And then there's something, too, that's kind of nice to know, like, okay, we've got that going on, so then let's plan to do this. And um, to experience the golfing, I think, at the Grand is truly unique because I, you just don't get to do two different sections. And at one time, you're taking a horse and carriage back to the back nine. Right. It's very right. unique. And and then while you're doing that, if other people are part of your party, they can go to the woods and even just explore around Stone Cliff up there if they want to, go down to Sunset Rock, and then even hike around and even go by the airport, all of that around there, because it's great. You just get to see a lot of the island that you never thought you would see before. And I, and I love that. <clears throat> yeah, I actually had friends who came in always so i had a friend her name's taylor and she is a flight instructor and she flew in with a couple people and i got to see them leave from the airport so that was really special that's really neat yeah it's fun to just see i rode in front of the airport one time on my bike and it's so small but i mean they it's right in the middle of the island and it, they you'll sometimes hear the airplanes so i really want to one time fly over to the island because i think that would be a really fun experience to do as well yeah i totally agree you know 
and see that all. Well, Mackenzie, I can't thank you enough for coming on here and sharing with us your experience of being at the Grand, working there, and being able to live on the island for a summer. I'm sure that was something that you will never, ever forget. Yeah, it was very special, and I'm so grateful that I got to experience that, and it was a summer that had really great weather, and it didn't rain too much, and I think that that's something that is super special because when it does rain, it is a kind of different island. Yeah. And can be a little bit more difficult to transport things as well. Yes, so true. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Heather. I think that was so fun to hear Mackenzie speak about her experience. And I have to say, she is quite the pro now of coming on and speaking on the podcast. I also want to thank her for putting up with the patience of my dogs who were a little crazy that day. Um, and they just, I guess, wanted to be on the show. Don't forget to go get the lobster roll at the Jockey Club. I know I can't wait to go there and try that as well, too. That goes in my notes of things that we need to do when going up there. Which, by the way, we have booked our trip in June. I will go over that in another episode and it looks like I will be going back in October not for a girls trip but strictly a podcast trip it will be just Neil and I going and it's to go and do videos to talk with people because very very exciting news I am working with the Mackinac Island um, Parks Department um, in fact, Mackenzie is the one that introduced me to Dominic, and we are going to be having a bunch of series about the history of the parks and the forts, so much to go over, just the Zoom meeting that I have with him. I could have talked for hours about it. Cannot wait to share that with you guys. And as I mentioned before, I had at first tossed out Patreon. I don't know that it's going to be that exact platform, but there's going to be availability for you to get access to some of these episodes before they ever air. So I will keep you posted on that. Well, that concludes this week's episode. I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather.